0: And learning from the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Hey, y'all, thanks so much for joining me for session 331 of the Therapy for Black Girls podcast. We'll get right into our conversation after a word from our sponsors. The reviews for Sisterhood Heals are rolling in and I simply cannot stop smiling. At the Hot Girl Books on Instagram shared, finished reading this warm hug of a book last night and wow, it made me want to hug my sister friends so bad. Sisterhood Heals is a beautiful guide on how we as black women can use our community and friends to aid in our healing process. Thank you so much for the beautiful review. Have you grabbed your copy yet? Get one for yourself and a friend at SisterhoodHeels.com. For the first time in a while, I have quite a bit of fun travel coming up this summer. And I'm really counting on Macy's to help round out my wardrobe for some of these trips. Right now, I've got my eye on a new bag and sandals from Coach and some super cute tops and dresses from Macy's On 34th brand. And you can never really have too many pairs of sunglasses. And there are a lot of cute options to explore right now. If you need a little help getting your summer look together, shop at macyscom dot own your style. Nowadays, a lot of these big companies pretend to care about our communities and issues with nothing more than lip service. State Forum is the opposite. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help educate in financial literacy, give early career advice and grow black owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something they care deeply about. They want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Forum understands that representation alone doesn't mean authenticity. That it takes a good neighbor to sponsor programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, and to fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth that to date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers. State Forum believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Forum is there. Buying your first car can make you feel like a superstar as it's a big purchase, but it can take time to get there. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. As the seasons begin to change, we're taking another good look at the sister friends that have carried us this far into the year. What better way to celebrate friendship than to showcase how Black women of all ages have fostered supportive, uplifting, and life-saving bonds? It's no secret that over here at Therapy for Black Girls, we believe sisterhood heals. And today's guests are a perfect example of the liberating impact our connections have. Joining me for today's conversation are community members, Corinne Hudson and Betty Holt-Haskins. This godmother-goddaughter duo a representative of an intergenerational friendship with an age gap of 47 years. Together, we chatted about their transition from godmother and daughter to best friends, what friendship looks and feels like when operating as equals, and the multitude of benefits in making friends in every age group. If something resonates with you while enjoying our conversation, please share it with us on social media using the hashtag TBG in session, or join us over in the sister circle to talk more about the episode. You can join us at community.therapyforblackgirls.com. Here's our conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today, Corinne and Betty. Nice to be here. I'm really excited.
1: Yes, I am too.
0: So you both are godmother and goddaughter, but also have a beautiful friendship that has transitioned now into beyond godmother and goddaughter. And there is a 47-year age in between you all. So can you share a little bit about how your relationship has transitioned from just godmother and goddaughter to an actual friendship? Yeah, absolutely. So I would
2: say it's been in stages, right? So, you know, typical godmother, goddaughter. And then when I went off to college, She's always been my spiritual advisor, but I think really kind of strengthening that own personal relationship with myself. And we finally kind of went on a graduation trip at the end of my undergrad. And we realized that we actually travel really well together and we really care for each other and take care of each other really well. And so it blossomed into this really beautiful space where we can deepen a friendship and have conversation way beyond just the normal, how are you doing and what's going on in your life? And so it was really transformative, at least in my opinion, it was.
1: Yeah, it was the same for me. As she said, we've always been godmother, goddaughter. And I think from the beginning, our relationship had the aspect of being different because I'm the godparent of several young people. But she's the only person that I was actually instilled in the church, actually went through the ceremony, actually went through the classes. Everyone else was like, oh, will you be my child's godmother? I'm like, yeah, sure. But this one, we went through the church. She's the only one. So right away, the relationship was very special. And it's just grown. But I think also, we always knew that we would probably be really good friends because Even as a child, she was in the club that her mother and I dubbed the Homies Club. And because I'm older than her mother, I was Homie Senior. Her mom was Homie. She's Homie Junior, and my mom was Homie Emeritus. And so we take our girlfriend trips, and so we knew each other well. But that graduation trip in Sedona just really sealed the deal. It let me know that she is an adult she can handle things, it let her know that I was not that stodgy older woman that she could be herself around. And once we knew that we could be free with each other, it allowed space for the friendship to grow.
0: I love that. Was it just the two of you on the graduation trip? Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: But Well, let's just say it was the two of us. By this time, my friend, her mother had transitioned But we felt her presence there the entire time. So physically, it was just the two of us, but Homie seemed to be always there.
0: Thank you for that. So though the two of you are not blood related, can you say a little bit about how being a part of the same community has really impacted your relationship with one another?
1: So when you say community, are you talking about physical location or the people in our circle?
0: The people in your circle.
1: Well, that's kind of interesting because there really isn't any other people in our circle. <laughs> I mean, my friend, Eva, her mom passed when she was a teenager. She was probably the connector of our circle. And once she passed, it's been Corinne and I. I think that's probably why we don't have a lot of gossip in our conversation because we don't know the same people it's really just us we have the extraneous people outside of our togetherness that we talk about on a peripheral type of thing but we don't really have a community now that i think about it it's really just us
2: i agree we definitely have we are our own community like we have our own language and that's in a physical sense in an energetic sense We introduce each other to our friends and our family. And also when it comes to that connection, it's really just the two of us. However, I will say that connection is contagious because wherever we go, we end up picking up these people along the way. And even if it's just for that moment or that dinner or that time together, they're a part of our community. They're welcome. We're asking them the same questions. We're having a great time. And there's these small people that we just impact along the way. But yeah, I would agree we are each other's community,
0: really. And where do you both live? Are you in the same
1: geographical location?
2: No, I actually live and work in Raleigh, North Carolina. But I was born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland.
1: And I'm in Baltimore. And that's where I met her mother in Baltimore. So, no, we're miles apart. We haven't actually seen each other for years. I mean, yeah, I think probably
2: pre-pandemic.
1: Oh, definitely Mm pre-pandemic.
2: It's
1: been a long time. Mm -hmm. And it just seems as if the universe is conspiring against us. We make plans and then they don't happen. So seeing her face today is quite a thrill.
0: Are you usually talking on the phone or texting? Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll talk on the phone. Maybe we try to do
2: at least like once a week or so, but definitely like every two weeks. And we'll be on the phone anywhere from two hours depending on
1: the day. Yes, and depending upon the events and what's going on in each of our lives and what we've noticed that we want to talk about, like um, this particular tree that's blossoming differently or a book that someone has read or a verse that someone has seen or something that we've observed and how does it impact our lives. And so we laugh and think to ourselves, we can have our own podcast. (laughs) Because our conversations are so unique and so varied. And we think interesting. We think so. Mm -hmm.
0: Betty, (laughs) is there any part of yourself that you see in Corinne?
1: No, I think that's what makes our friendship so unique. We are absolutely different people. We go about our lives in a different way, but we're able to support one another. And I think the fact that we're able to be ourselves with one another not try to fit into any particular mold but we are very different we are very different I think the only thing maybe I could say that I see we both are adventuresome in our food choices
0: okay what's the most adventurous meal you all have had or food adventure you've had I would have to say
2: our introduction into oysters
1: that was a good one
2: Yeah, neither one of us, and correct me if I'm wrong, neither one of us really tried raw oysters or into the idea of it. But we went on a trip to New Orleans and we went to this little cafe and the guy was like, you guys need to eat this. I'm just going to make this and you're going to eat it. And we were like, "Okay, this is what we're doing on this trip. And After that, it's been our bonding thing to the point where we looked into, you know, how to get the oyster chucker at home and how to do it at home. So that's one of many. But I think that one is maybe my favorite memory of our food choices together.
1: Yeah, mine too. And I think that memory also points out something else about our experiences. And that is, we're not sure if that cafe actually existed. You hear about people living these sort of of out-of-body moments. We have a feeling that if we went back there, that that cafe and that man would not be there. It just seemed like an out-of-body experience, the whole thing. But who knows? Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it's New Orleans, so really anything anything can happen.
1: (laughs) Anything can happen.
0: So in the submission tape, Betty, you refer to Corinne as your sideline therapist. And I'm curious to hear from you, Corinne, how your work as a licensed marriage and family therapist associate impacts your relationship with Betty. That's
2: such a good question. I think it's been really such a great experience because she's been with me through everything from the journey of... At one point, I think I wanted to get my PhD and do clinical research in human sexuality. I always knew I wanted to work with like sexuality and spirituality. And she's actually been the fostering, kind of flaming that desire within myself. Even when I wasn't really sure how it was going to look, she's always been that person to nurture it and flame it. And so when I finally kind of stumbled across, you know, oh, maybe I can go this route, get an LMFT, be a sex therapist, that nature... She was there all along and throughout school, any concept that I would learn, like attachment and all these cool concepts, I would have the phone conversations with her. And we found that it was really helpful just in her journey of where she's at and these ideas and concepts in her own healing journey. And so it's helped me in a way that obviously I'm not doing therapy on her, but even just being able to bring these concepts up that I'm like, man, this is so cool. This is how I'm applying it to my life. And I didn't even think about it in this way. And being able to introduce that to her is helping her on her journey. And so that's where I think we really fostered a lot of vulnerability between the two of us, because I began to learn her as an adult, not as my godmother. And I began to learn her as this human and this person with her own experiences and her own hard pieces in life and her own trauma, even though she's been with me through mine, right? And so it really opened my eyes to being able to be a sounding board for her and an encouraging person for her along her journey. So I've been really grateful for it because it's Definitely someone I can kind of bounce ideas off of and share. And through our conversations, the metaphors in our conversations, I end up using with my clients. So it's really helpful to have someone who sees me in the same way that I think I'm starting to see her and getting an opportunity to see her.
1: She's my sideline therapist. She talks about being a sex therapist, but I remember when that was the furthest thing from her mind. But as she's grown into this, she has helped me to see things in my life that I can change, improve upon, to make the rest of my journey better, more productive. I don't take her as my therapist. I would not want that to be, but she opens my eyes to things to think about, attachments and ways of growing and ways of looking at things. I think I'm going to run back to the question you asked about our similarities. One of the things that we talked about in one of our last conversations was food. And she was telling me about her relationship with food. When we got off the phone, I'm thinking, well, I don't have that relationship with food. And then something else comes along and I'm thinking about, but I do have this one. And because of our relationship it helped me to go down the path of why do i have this relationship to open those doors and i think that without our relationship i've said this to her i think i would be a greeter at walmart in my senior years you know just be settled with okay i I don't want to just stay around the house but i'll just get a job as a greeter at walmart instead Because of our conversations, she's helped me to see that there are a lot bigger things out there to do. And she's always saying, as my friends are saying, you're always doing something new. You're always reinventing yourself. And I owe that to our conversations. I know that without them, I would be the same person I was 20 years ago.
0: Mm, I love that. More from our conversation after the break. Attention, all last minute shoppers. Just a reminder that Mother's Day is May 12th. And if you're like me, you're still trying to figure out the perfect gift for the amazing moms in your life. But no worries, Macy's has got you covered. They've got gift guides to make shopping a breeze. Whether you're looking for the perfect pieces for your fashionista mom or for your best friend who's celebrating her very first Mother's Day this year, you can shop by price, by category, and they even have specialty lists to help focus you even more like a list for the mom who has it all and a list of items that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted right now some of this year's hottest items include digital picture frames and polaroid cameras with the help of their gift guides i'm sure you'll find just the right thing head on over to macy's.com/giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Nowadays, a lot of these big companies pretend to care about our communities and issues with nothing more than lip service. State Form is the opposite. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help educate in financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something they care deeply about. They want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Forum understands that representation alone doesn't mean authenticity, that it takes a good neighbor to sponsor programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, and to fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and brown youth that to date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers. State Forum believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Forum is there. Growing up, watching media legends like Gwen Eiffel and Robin Roberts always gave me the security that stories that matter to me would be told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I feel like you're answering my next question, which was, you know, what do you really feel like the age difference adds to the relationship? And it sounds like what you're saying, Betty, is that Corinne really helps you to kind of stay fresh and like keep you open to always trying new things.
1: She does. She does. When I was a young person, my father gave me the advice. He said, when you turn 40, start making friends in every generation. You're going to see the value of that. And I do see the value of that. Just in one of our recent conversations, I was telling her about a new venture that I was going to start, but I didn't want to use my phone number and I didn't want to get a second phone. She said, well, what about Google Voice? Like, what is Google Voice? And so she's telling me about it. I'm like, oh, this is just so great. So then I shared this with my friends in my age group. And they're like, Google Voice, what is that? And I know that if I didn't know Corinne, we would all be ignorant to this day of such things as Google Voice. I mean, that's just an example of it. She does keep me fresh. And I think that... I give her the model of what seniorhood can look like. You know, when I was growing up, the model was rocking chair, front porch, watching the world go by. That is not the model that I followed. And I'm hoping that she will see that my motto, my tagline on my emails, on my voicemails, and my trainings that I do is never stop learning. And she has helped me to always continue to learn. I mean, just the other day, she sent me a text. You got to listen to this YouTube video. And I looked and it's like an hour long. My gosh, I don't know. But I did. And I can't wait to listen to it again. You know, I mean, so we just keep each other fresh that way. I'm so thankful for her in my life.
0: Mm -hmm. What would you say, Corinne? What do you feel like the age difference really adds to the relationship?
1: Mm.
2: inspiration is the first word that comes to my mind. I think when I was younger, I remember thinking you were like the coolest person in the world. (laughs) Like my godmother, she travels and she has all this knowledge. And one of the things that she's really helped me is just to embody myself in my existence and be a little bit more free. And we used to talk about when I was a teenager, you know, her and my mom would just bust out singing in the middle of any literally anywhere like they would just sing or they would talk in their special language anywhere and they would be so unapologetically themselves and I think it took me and it's still taking me you know it's an onward journey for me this ability to be seen and just unapologetically being myself embodying myself and owning all of that that comes and so I remember thinking how I wanted to be just like that. I want to be free. I want to be bold when I walk into a room. And it started there. But I would say as I get older as an adult, it is inspiring because her tagline of never stop learning is essentially something I use and kind of live my life by constantly. This constant death and transformation, this death and rebirth process, never being afraid to not own versions of myself that no longer apply to me. And so as we're talking, I realized how important that is for me. And that was instilled at a young age, I think, from you. And and yeah, you just bring this inspiration, this wisdom. I've always been someone who has craved wisdom, like this knowledge and just understanding and someone who's not willing to play the devil's advocate, which I think a lot of us therapists (laughs) enjoy to do. And so having someone in your life that you can go there with and be this vulnerable self and someone who sees you and appreciates you. Like, I think our love story is one that makes me realize really what it feels like to be seen in friendship and what it feels like to have that pure, like, you've seen me at my worst. And In our case, you've seen me from the beginning, (laughs) you know? And so, yeah, this inspiration and this level of vulnerability that I'm learning is necessary and that I now take from our friendship and foster in my other friendships as well.
0: You know, I find myself really struck by the way that you all have transitioned into this friendship that feels very like you operate as equals when it feels like it would have been so easy for you to fall into this like mother-daughter kind of pattern. Can you say a little bit about how you all have resisted that? No, it's interesting because I think we almost got there. Like we
2: were operating there for a little bit. I would say maybe... From like 2016, and then I moved down to North Carolina in 2019. And when I first moved down here, we talked a lot about, I don't know if you remember, we talked a lot about you coming down here and like taking care of me, right? Almost like that grandmotherly role, like all in my scalp. And she came into my first apartment and cooked for me and stayed with me and snuck some crabs down (laughs) on the plane for me. And then I think there was a shift. I would probably say maybe in 2019. I don't know. It was pre-pandemic, but it just was this natural shift that occurred where I think I really got deeper into my spiritual journey. And it was something that we connected on just a different level. And from there, we began really building a friendship. I think it's when we really identified ourselves as friends. I think before we were like, oh, we just love our godmother, goddaughter relationship. We take care of each other. We see each other. But I think it wasn't until we actually named it, like, you know, you're my best friends. You're someone that I can go to. And we really ran with that. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's really kind of where we pivoted fully towards friendship.
1: I think you're right. I know that when we went on one of our homie trips, that's what we call our homie trips. When we went to Sedona, a couple of things came out that showed me that, I could trust her. I contracted altitude sickness. She was so calm in the midst of all of that and she just handled things. And then I showed her a side of me that she didn't know existed. And I think it started then that we began to realize that we are individuals. We are not necessarily in this role of godmother, godparent. Then we often think about goddaughter, godmother relationship as being holiday related. You know, I give you your birthday gift, give you a Christmas gift. Maybe you'll give me a Mother's Day gift and that sort of thing. When when we realized that we couldn't afford to give gifts, it's like, well, that, that's kind of gone out the window. But then we realized that it was a bigger gift. You know, the friendship was a much bigger gift than any material thing that we could give. I don't know that there was a particular point and we could say, we're now friends and not godmother, goddaughter. We talk about this often and we don't know what had happened. It just sort of evolved. But I think it began when I realized I could trust her to handle things. And therefore, I didn't always have to be the adult. And I remember telling her when she was younger, we were both younger, I would pick her up and she would say, I want to drive. I want to drive. And I would say to her, don't worry. One day you're going to be the person picking me up. You're going to be the person taking care of the trips and the planning. And the day did arrive. And because I think that was in our expectation that I would not always be the leader, that there would come a time when she would have her chance to lead. And we made that prophecy come true. And so we take turns now. And I think we learned a lot from her mother, my best friend, that in order to have a friendship, there are times when you need to know that you can let your friend handle everything. That today, you don't have to think about anything. You don't have to think about what you're having for breakfast. You don't have to think about how you're getting here. You don't have to make any decisions whatsoever today. And when I realized that she was a person that I could trust my life with, I think that's the point of time when we could transition from me being the responsible adult to us both being responsible adults and friends.
0: More from our conversation after the break. (music) Attention all last-minute shoppers. Just a reminder that Mother's Day is May 12th, and if you're like me, you're still trying to figure out the perfect gift for the amazing moms in your life. But no worries, Macy's has got you covered. They've got gift guides to make shopping a breeze. Whether you're looking for the perfect pieces for your fashionista mom or for your best friend who's celebrating her very first Mother's Day this year, you can shop by price, by category, and they even have specialty lists to help focus you even more like a list for the mom who has it all, and a list of items that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted. Right now, some of this year's hottest items include digital picture frames and Polaroid cameras. With the help of their gift guides, I'm sure you'll find just the right thing. Head on over to Macy's.com giftfinder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Nowadays, a lot of these big companies pretend to care about our communities and issues with nothing more than lip service. State Forum is the opposite. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help educate in financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something they care deeply about. They want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Forum understands that representation alone doesn't mean authenticity. Like a good neighbor, state form is there. Many people feel anxious when they think about finances. It can feel overwhelming, stressful, and even hopeless, especially when you're first starting out and don't know what to do. But when you have a solid financial plan in place, this anxiety turns into confidence. You can regain a sense of control over your life and improve your self-esteem. How do you build financial confidence? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. So do you feel like there are any like rules or guidelines that really helps add to the longevity of your friendship? My
2: favorite thing is that we do not put pressure on each other. And I think this is a tenant that I've actually taken to my own friendships because I can be very finicky. I'm a Gemini with a Scorpio rising. So I really may not text back. I may not call back. You might not hear from me weeks at a time. And having someone where sometimes she's on that same exact time has been the most stress relieving thing because I actually took the quiz and I'm the leader of the friendship group. And a lot of times I feel very responsible for let me make sure everyone's checking in. How's everyone doing? Okay, it's this person's birthday. It's that person's birthday. Let me make sure. Okay, this person's brother is sick. Let me check in on them. So I'm always doing that. But this trip is different because I feel like I don't always have to do that and we take turns doing that for each other. So there will be weeks that go by where we might not talk. And I'll just kind of send her, I love you, uh, GBUR, which is our sign off. And she'll be on the same time. She'll be like, it's been a crazy couple of weeks for me too. I've been actually thinking about you. Love you too. We'll talk when we talk. And that freedom, I think, has really been One of my favorite parts of our friendship, for sure. And it's just the ability to let each other be and trusting that when it's time, we'll talk. And even when it's frustrating, we'll be frustrated about it. But we know, oh, okay, as soon as we get on the phone, this is why it took so long. We needed to go through experiences. Like, I feel like more recently in the past couple of years for me, We used to talk, I think, a lot more often. And then as I've been just kind of finishing up grad school and clinical internship, things got really crazy. And even in my personal life, there were things I had to learn that she would usually be the person I would run to, right, for more spiritual guidance. But I ended up learning those lessons on my own. And then we talked about them more on the friendship level and so I think that's been my favorite part is just this complete and total acceptance of each other and meeting each other where we're at.
1: I have to agree with that as well. The ability to be who you are, the ability to do that unapologetically, the ability to be apart yet be together, the ability to be together yet be alone. It's really good. Those things, I think, make for the longevity, the ability to be who you are and the knowledge that I may not be the same person tomorrow that I am today. And that's going to be okay. And she said she, in the test that she turned out to be the leader, I turned out to be the peacemaker. And so I think that those two go well together, the leader and the peacemaker. And I know that when we're done with this podcast, if it doesn't happen today, that in our next conversation, this is going to be our conversation and what we learn from the quiz and how it really helps our friendship along. But I think the peacemaker and the leader, we harmonize. And thinking about that, I think is the reason that wherever we meet new people who just fall in love with us, we may never see them again. But we meet these new people that fall in love with us, want to give us things. There's really something very special going on between us.
0: Mm -hmm. So was there anything surprising for you about the quiz or your results from the quiz for either of you?
1: No, I mean, you know what? I'm so old that I've taken those quizzes so many times. (laughs) (laughs) I remember taking one when Cosmopolitan first came out. You guys are probably like, thought it was out forever no I remember when it first came out we were taking the quizzes then so I really wasn't surprised but I am surprised not surprised maybe isn't the word but I'll use it anyway that she came out as leader like I don't know what the other choices were I would have thought she might have come out as peacemaker as well
0: was anything surprising for you Corinne No, I think I was either going to get
2: leader or peacemaker. If there was a possibility to be somewhere in the middle, I think that's the spectrum that I hang out on because I tend to be the person planning things in my friend group. So I think that's where the leader piece came from. But I'm very aware of my energetic aura and I'm very aware of what I do to a room. So I try to check in with people constantly. And I think that's where I hang out in the more peacemaker place of you know, is everyone okay? This is where so-and-so is coming from. This is where the other person's coming from. I've literally been a mediator, you know, and nothing surprised me about what I got. I will fall somewhere between leader and peacemaker. And I used to be the firecracker, I would say, but not.
1: And not I, much. Have to, I, I want to add that I can see that in 10 years or more, you will be the firecracker again. And you're
2: going to be a senior citizen, firecracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that a lot. I think as I'm growing into my, I'm currently going through my Saturn return. So definitely trying to navigate through life's journey and purpose and kind of this next chapter into my adulthood coming into 30. And so I definitely can see myself moving out of leader and more into I don't give a damn. This is what I am. This is where I'm at. I'm intentional with with my friendships. And also, y'all, I'm tired. I can't be trying to figure this out for all of us. Like, y'all let me know when y'all get back on the same page. I love you both. Let me know if you need an individual. I'm here for you. But I can't be doing all that. So I think I'll evolve. And again, that comes with our friendship. Like, we accept each other no matter what role we're in in our stage of life. Whether I'm the leader, she's Peacemaker. She might be the leader and I'm Firecracker. I think we really kind of take on all of those concepts and and alternate and shift.
0: So, Betty, what would you say makes Corinne a great friend?
1: So many things. Okay, so she's a listener, not only a caring listener that you can share things with, but she's a listener who pays attention and tries it. She takes my experiences and run with them. And I like that. I think so many times people will hear, especially a senior, will hear your experiences and think, ah, that happened to you, not to me. But she's someone who really pays attention to that. And I think one of the questions in the quiz was, do you feel as if you're being listened to? And I think that she listens to me. I think the other thing is, She's adventuresome, like I am. And she's the person that we can dream, and maybe one day we'll actually do these things, but to travel to exotic places or try exotic foods or be silly on the street corner one day, you know, and put some of those plans into effect. And then, probably, one of the most important things is this ladder that we form. I mentioned to her the Bible story of Jacob's ladder. And in that story, Jacob sees this ladder, but it doesn't have a formation on the ground. The feet are not on the ground. And the thing that's really interesting about our ladder is that when you see a ladder, you see a person going up the ladder. But there are times when she stands on my shoulder. We watch each other grow. I will go through something. She can use that to grow. She stands on my shoulder and she gets taller. She stays there, but somehow then I can stand on her shoulder and I get taller. We're never connected to the ground anymore. We just keep going up the same ladder. And that is something that is unique in our relationship. I don't have it with anybody else. And I have friends that I have been friends with for 60 years. And I don't have that with them. Yes, this is unique.
0: And what would you Mm -hmm. say, Corinne? What makes Betty a great friend?
2: I would definitely say, I guess the first piece would be her fire, her energy, her boldness and getting to kind of soak that up like a sponge and then playing around and seeing what that feels like for me. She's so inspirational. Like I just, (laughs) like she is so cool and the way that she is never afraid to try something new and the way that she's never afraid to shift directions or start fresh. I honor that and I love that so much. And it gives me the courage to know that, okay, I can be 72 and starting a whole new career and that's fine. What is someone going to say about it? Nothing. And I appreciate that. I would also say her love of laughter and silliness, because I think I just love (laughs) being silly and having someone where you can really do that is amazing. I would say her adventuresome personality as well. You know, never being afraid to try something new and learn something new. I think one of our favorite things is that we will talk about anything. And I love random facts. So having someone else that also enjoys random facts and has all of this knowledge, I think the other piece of it that I really like is that We can be silent together. I think that is a very underrated form of like vulnerability and comfort with another person is existing without having to interact. And I can really only do that generally with my partner and with her. I haven't found a whole bunch of people where that occupies our friendship as well, maybe in spurts and some of my other friendships, but I think this one is different because we just exist together. And it's almost like even in that resting time, we're still learning something and we're both very observational of the other person. And so being able to have someone say, hey, I'm curious about this, where you might not even be thinking about it. And then it becomes a whole, you know, oh, wow, a revelation, right? Having someone that knows you in that way it fosters growth, you know, in its truest sense. It's like allows you to grow because you have someone who wants nothing but to encourage you to grow. And I think those are all my favorite things. You're the total package as a friend, you know?
0: I love that. Thank y'all so much for sharing so openly about your story with one another. So let us know, where can we find you online? I know people will be curious and have more questions. So where can we find you online? Do you have any websites or social media handles you'd like to share?
2: Well, you can find me on my Instagram. It is new and forming. I'm in the process of kind of building and branding. So you can find me at flowering underscore heart underscore wellness on Instagram. And I think on Facebook, but don't be surprised. Not a lot on there. Y'all it's like my personal brain dump, right? So I'm building, but yeah, come through for yoga, Reiki, human design, therapy, chats, all that good stuff.
1: On Instagram is Aunt Bebe. Is that what I am?
2: Yeah, Aunt Bebe's Story is Aunt what Bebe you are. Instagram. Instagram,
1: but I'd never use Instagram. I'm a Facebook person, Betty Haskins. You'll find me there. I'm in the process of developing a new web page. So at some point, maybe it'll be there.
0: We'll be sure to include what you do have in the show notes. Thank you again both for joining me today. I'm so glad Corinne and Betty were able to join us for this episode. Don't forget to grab your copy of the book, Sisterhood Heals, at sisterhoodheals.com. And remember to take the sister friend quiz for yourself to find out if you're the leader, wallflower, peacemaker, or firecracker in your friend group. If you're looking for a therapist in your area, check out our therapist directory at therapyforblackgirls.com slash directory. And if you want to continue digging into this topic or just be in community with other sisters, come on over and join us in the Sister Circle. It's our cozy corner of the internet designed just for Black women. You can join us at community.therapyforblackgirls.com. This episode was produced by Frida Lucas, Elise Ellis, and Zaria Taylor. Editing was done by Denison Bradford. Thank y'all so much for joining me again this week. I look forward to continuing this conversation with you all real soon. Take good care. The reviews for Sisterhood Heels are rolling in and I simply cannot stop smiling. At the hot girl books on Instagram shared. finished reading this warm hug of a book last night and wow, it made me want to hug my sister friends so bad. Sisterhood Heals is a beautiful guide on how we as Black women can use our community and friends to aid in our healing process. Thank you so much for the beautiful review. Have you grabbed your copy yet? Get one for yourself and a friend at SisterhoodHeals.com.